I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to The Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. There has been an increased emphasis on employee management and conditions on dairy farms and to find out how to make dairy farms a better place to work, I caught up with dairy farmer Dermot Hegarty, farm employee Cormac Desmond, but first Chagas Paddy Kelly. First thing we highlighted is how important an issue this is for Irish dairy farming now. Uh, cow numbers have increased by over 400,000 over the last you know, five or six years. Uh, there's over 4,000 employees on Irish dairy farms now. And we were talking about making farm attractive place to work with both the view of attracting and retaining more people, but also for all those, I suppose, employees themselves. How do we how do we get the best of those people on the farms? How do we set up the farms to, I suppose, you know, help get the outcomes that we want to get? How do we, um, I suppose, help, you know, how do we be, the better employers you know to better communicate and actually help to retain those people on farms and I suppose some of the key points were you know in terms of farming I suppose as a career and farms as a workplace uh, a lot of times we think oh farming can't compete because maybe salaries are not competitive with other sectors Um, you know actually there are you know there are a lot of you know good salaries available depending on your skill set but on top of that you know people look in careers people look for they want to enjoy the work that they're doing they want to enjoy the person that they work for they want to work on a nice place they might want to work you know on on a job that's flexible with their with their other things they have going on outside their lives from you know personal things to maybe another you know job or a farm that they have or whatever so it's really about thinking about these different ways we can compete for people and you know it's not just about salary and I suppose if we move on to you, Cormac, um, you're working on dairy farms and you have worked on dairy farms for a number of years. Can you talk us through, say, maybe what sort of farms you've worked on and some of your learnings on what really attracts you to different farms? Uh, I suppose I've worked on a lot of spring calving farms and I've also worked on autumn calving farms as well, like, you know, but I suppose what really kind of brings me to farms is uh, facilities like you know like facilities are a vital thing you know if you see happy cows like you know you're going to be happier you know and if you know that like you're not going to be going in you know doing poor jobs like you know every day you know you're going in you're doing a good day's work you know and that that will benefit you and benefit your learning as a young person anyway you know um i suppose like flexibility in time as well you know just it's important that like you know you can get home at a certain time every evening, fair enough, you'll have the evening, things go wrong, or, you know, you might need to stay on, and that's understandable, like, you know, you know it's, it's it's farming, like, you know, and that's fair enough, you know, but once you know that most evenings you're going home at a certain time, it's it's important, like, you know, and I suppose positivity, like, if the farmer brings positivity to you, like, you know, and you know that the farmer is positive and not negative, it, it means a lot, you know, and, so it's important that he brings positivity to you, like, and there's positivity brought into the workplace. It's just, it's the same as any workplace, really. Like, you know, if you've if you've a good positive farmer, you know, you're going to adapt his habits because you're looking up to him in a way, and you'll adapt that positivity as well. You know, and it's important. And I suppose uh, the other thing I suppose was the. Um, I suppose that's it, yeah. That's one. And just to pick up, like you mentioned, facilities. Can you name maybe two or three key facilities that you'd look for on a farm? I suppose parlor and. You know, good cow flow is, is is a vital thing. You know, like I like I love milking cows. You know, but you know, some sometimes you go into farm farmers' yards, like and you know, you want to spend all day milking cows, but like you no, know, you don't, like because there's only six or seven rows. You know, and it's enjoyable parlor to milk. You know, but other farms, you know, they might have the eleven or twelve rows, but like them farmers in, like they might have two or they might have shared the milking out between two or three people. Like so, you're not always milking cows. Like you know, you know, and it, it's grand. Like you know, you get over it. Like you know, and it, it's good. Like but. I suppose that's one good thing, like, you know, and handling facilities, like, you know, and, 
it, like it's it's safe and the cows the cows are happy like because after all like employees who work on farms do want to see the animals happy like at the end of the day just like the farmer you know and, it, and that's important too you know so. and I suppose it's interesting you mentioned you know where there's you know higher number of rows of cows if there are two or three people it's not necessarily you have to do a job you have to do twice a day you might just do it once a day and then do other tasks at the at the, you know for the rest of the day. And if we move on then to flexibility, is that in terms of rostering and time off, that kind of thing? Yeah, that's 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 mainly it. Like, you know, I suppose, you know, you're not always, um, like, I suppose, like my situation at the moment, we have a farm at home, you know, and I need to help out my father as he's pushing on a bit. And, you know, like, to be accommodated for that, like, you know, not to be milking every morning, you know, and being able to do work elsewhere, it's great, like, you know, and it just it just keeps me happy, you know, and it keeps the farmer happy and it keeps the other people working on the farm happy, you know. Some of the, like, there's two other pe- people employed in the farm I work on and they don't want to be there every day, but you know, they, they want to be there all the same, you know, and it, it just, it's great, like, to have that flexibility to work around, you know, and we all know when we're working and if we need to swap, we can swap with each other without having to go through the farmer himself, like, and he's happy out. I remember one weekend that... um we were the people who were supposed to milk they didn't milk but the cows were still milked we were all swapped and everyone was happy you know and it was great like it was a great thing to be able to do like you know yeah it's great to have a team like you can rely on other people to to slot in and 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 you know another point on that is that you know i suppose with dairying there's an intensive period in the morning and the afternoon but there is a few hours in the middle of the day you know which is very conducive to doing other things you know where necessary and i suppose finally just on that in terms of a roster what's your your favorable say days on days off based on your experience uh well i suppose you know well like you don't mind doing a weekend you know whenever it has to be done you know but like Say if you have something on, you know, that you, you can you have people to swap it. So, like, you know, like, you don't mind the set period, like, because everyone else is doing it, like, so you don't mind doing it, like, be it 12 on, 2 off, or 11 on, 3 off, or whatever way the farm works, you know, like, you're not, like, me especially, I'm not going to look looking to come in and look for the whole world to revolve around me, you know, but, like, if it's easy to get time off, you know, you know, w- w- in a weekend, you know, it's, 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 it's grand in, you know, but that roster is vital, plays a vital role in that like you know I suppose just planning your life around yeah. you know when you know you're on and off do you know yeah. and it, it's good yeah. yeah so if we move on then uh, Dermot so our, in, our employer here is telling us that he'd like good facilities a flexible workplace and he wants a farmer who's positive so you know bringing a bit of positivity to the work environment from the employer's perspective so I suppose firstly if we take a step back um, you know talk through your system what, what are you doing we're milking 200 cows at the moment in the home block. I suppose that's grown over the last few years from 140, where we we shared a labour unit with another farmer who I knew well, and we interacted well. Whereas we wanted to, I suppose we had the workload, and uh, I suppose we had we had the farm that the that we could afford a, a labour unit. So we took that step, and we're we're happy we took that step. You know, for you know we all have our own lives, and you know young family. It gives you that freedom and flexibility. So, and that's, that's, that was a conscious decision. You know, when we set up, when we started day one, this was the target and we, so far we've reached that target. And in terms of this sharing, we, we might just look at that for a minute. How did that work practically? Practically, it could be the Monday, Tuesday uh, with me and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with Connor and Saturday with me again. So it kind of, there was... There was a bit of ebbing and flowing, I suppose, because the workload was there. But then it could be holidays. It suited our holidays because 
they could be two weeks in one farm and a week in another farm a weekend. So it, it kind of back I suppose there wasn't as much structure there, but it, it says it satisfied our needs at the time and with the it was okay with the the Jason was one guy and um Shamik was another guy. You know, they were happy with it as well. You know, I worked for them as well. They were happy with the variety. That was, I suppose that was a bonus in a sense working two farms because it wasn't the same mundane thing. There was a bit of variety which suited them as well. Yeah, different people, different systems yeah. and all the rest. And then you moved into employing somebody full time. And I suppose back to our employee, Cormac, he mentioned facilities, flexibility and working with a positive farmer were the key things for him. You as an employer, say what is important for you when you're looking for a staff member? Someone that reliability, you know, we have, we look, that's in the space, you know, it's, it's, there's work there every day that you can depend, dependability, you know, you can rely on someone that's going to be there. Then like a positive attitude that they're in good form every morning. It isn't, you know, it is, how are you? How was your weekend? It was good. Do you know, it was small things like that. They're, you know, they're, they're in good form. It's not a big you know, they're not unburdening some other issue or problem. To you know what I mean? They're they're happy with um with facing work uh, in the morning, like you know, and and that's and then you can build from that. But I think you have to have those to start with, you know. And depending on the capability and the responsibility level of the person, then you kind of have to adapt to that. And ideally, what sort of skill level would you like to see somebody at coming onto your farm? Well, like. For Adam's sake, the likes of Cormac here, he's the capabilities to manage a farm himself. You know, so I think he'd be over, I won't say overqualified, but he, he probably has further ambitions. So you kind of have to cut your cloth in the sense that, look, you want an assistant. Do you know, you're going to be there, you're the oversight, but you want an assistant who, when you're not there, has the has the knowledge or has been trained up to to day-to-day oversight so that look you have to be clear on what you want from day one I suppose because there's no point promising and committing to something and painting a picture that may be over ambitious on your part and then I guess looking at your farm you mentioned 200 cows yeah so has that evolved or has it always been at that number well that has probably evolved since in the last five or six years from 140 look maybe 15 20 years ago it was 100 and 140 and we're at 200 now and in terms of that evolution how has the farm changed to support 200 cows we've taken on more land i suppose we dropped uh beef and uh i suppose we changed cow type and and put the facilities in place to cater for that and what type of facilities well there's 240 cubital spaces 26 unipal or underpass was put in roadway you know more roadways to access outline blocks um and I suppose good fa- or better fencing. And was that a really important decision, putting the, I suppose, financial, like the capital into the facilities? It was, but it was a, I suppose it was a means to an end. The end was that we want, we wanted to build a business that would allow you a bit of flexibility that you're not tied, you know, that you have a bit, of, you know, a bit of freedom because you had the scale and you had the facilities to afford help. And in terms of an employer, um, at what point did you take on the shared labour? Uh, we took on the shared labour when basic <laughs> when we, when we uh, when when we got married, and you know when there was uh, young children, you know, just because look, there was no point in being just head 
excuse the language, head down, arse up. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you had to kind of give and give yourself the space to, to progress again, like. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, at that point, you know, you hadn't an employee on the farm and, you know, you had to transition to somebody being there three days a week. You know, what? how did you develop skills to deal with a person and manage a person, um, you know, day to day? I think it was on, uh, I suppose, poorly at the start. We had to grow into it. You know, and but we 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 learn. That's the way we learned, I suppose, and we got better at it. And it's back to listening to the person what they wanted. You know, and what were their needs? You know, and like, not everyone who comes onto a farm is going to be a successful employee. And you know, they might start with that, but you know, you have to go with your gut. You know, if something's working, you work with it. But if it's not, you you kind of have to start again. And that look. That's life. Like you have to be, you have to make those calls. And I suppose a lot of people say it. It might just be a small thing like personality clash, you know. Um, and you know, sometimes you know straight away, and sometimes it takes a few weeks or months for that to kind of manifest itself. And I, and just following on, had you any formal training, Dermot, in terms of making you know uh, your farm a better place to work or being a more favourable employer? We've tried to upskill ourselves. Look. We did the lean farming program there during the summer there with Dairy Gold. And to be fair, we have a lot to do. We Okay, we have the, the theory. We must put a, a bit more of it in practice. Uh, we're currently uh, just on what we've one more day left of four days completing a farm or a farm, um, man, farm management and labor uh, course days with uh, Nolly Kefferin and Martina Gormley. You know, so like you just take things on and even look I suppose technology has evolved you keep your ears open you know look whiteboards look we all know them from school and stuff like that but like they've only come onto farms maybe in the last five or ten years they were always there it's just adapting technology and being being open to it I suppose so like it's I suppose it's it's much informal as formal training but just trying to make life easier for yourself and for your employee and I suppose if we come back to you Cormac um, you know Based on what Dermot has said, you know, he's looking for somebody who's reliable, dependable. Um, there's a lot of people your age and they're heading out into the dairy industry, you know, looking for the best opportunity for them. Um, what do you think are the most important things that um, young people should look out for when they're, you know, looking at an opportunity or a job advertisement? What should they be looking for? Uh, I suppose, like, when you go into jobs, you know, like, I suppose you, you just have to kind of, say for argument's sake play cool for like you know like you know you have to suss out the job first you know don't go into the job that you you know you have doubts about like but like you know but like if you can go in like and just listen to the farmer like and just put a bit of trust in them like because at the end of the day like farming is a pro progressive a progressive thing like you know and farmers do want to be better like you know and, and like they do like you can just trust them that they want to teach you to to, to improve like and you know like they, they want you to improve for their farm as well as your own skills you know and so i suppose that bit of trust trust is is a good thing as a as a young person going into farmers yeah into farmers you know and just like you know realize that they got from somewhere to where they are now you know and just see that path like and you know like and re i suppose another thing is like where do you like uh, it's hard to to see this like but like where do you want to be in five years like you know if you can adapt yourself around look i want to be something like that farmer or something like you know and you know can can can, can i get in a farm that can teach me that to get to that place i suppose like that's kind of what where what i would be looking for you know and have you ever completed any training or you know you know was there any 
um, emphasis on, say, furthering your education while working on dairy farms? Um, well, I suppose farmers sent me to um, discussion group meetings, you know, they sent me to, say, workshops. Like, I remember last uh, Friday there, now I was sent to a workshop in Chinook, you know, and I learned a thing or two there, like, you know, and I'll bring that back home and I'll use it on the farm I work on and the farm I, I, uh, at home, like, you know, and just things like that, you know. There, there was probably a couple of more, like, say, the cell check thing there that was running there was a two years ago, you know. Like, I was sent to one of them, you know, and picked up a thing or two, like, you know, so, like, all the time, like, it, it it's nice to be sent to them things, like, you know, and I suppose you'd be upskilling all the time in that sense, like, you know, and I suppose along with your college education and things like that, you know. Yeah, I suppose, you know, the one or two things that you might pick up on the, like, say, Shinnock Open Day can have huge implications for the farm business. I know we spoke to Don Crowley recently and he said just tweaking your dry-off practices can lead to thousands of additional profit in the subsequent lactation. So it's, you know, all those little things. I suppose, Paulie, just to wrap up then, is there anything that the lads have forgot to mention from your perspective, you know, looking at the workplace? No, I, th- I think they covered a lot, Emily. It's, it's great to get the employer's perspective uh, and then look at it from the employee's point of view as well. And I think that's what's difficult. Actually, it's, it's difficult as an employer uh, when you're so familiar with your own farm to actually step back and look at it and think, well, what is this like for someone else to look on? Um, or sorry to work on um, and you know that's probably the key factor in getting it right is you know taking um, taking the knack out of farms you know we have to take the knack farms need to be straightforward to run because if they're straightforward to run then they're easier for people to do jobs well so we need to actually you know the, this this crack of that there's a knack to doing different jobs jobs should be straightforward to do and I think trying to work towards you know dairy farms being more professional places to work you know simple guidelines to help people operate milk and parlours all these different things can make a, a big difference. And I think it's important to say there's a lot of dairy farmers doing it really well, a lot of, you know, really good farms that are a great place to work, farmers that really care about their employees, and we just have to keep, kind of, suppose, lifting the standard nationally. Thanks very much, guys. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast, and my thanks to Paddy Kelly, Cormac Desmond, and Dermot Hegarty for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey, and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.